alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals and one screaming child have taken controls of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Production. Dot com. Sing it with me, Arch Nemesis. Come. And she doesn't perform on command. No, apparently not. Curse you all. Tangent alert. For Sunday, the eighth of May, two thousand eleven. This is a vocal child. Casually hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. Ah, we've made it back down from the secret mountain lair in time to put the show on. And dare I say woot. 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 I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gonora. And I'm Grail. And that, of course, as you all know, if you're any length of time listener to the show, is Arch Nemesis, who will be joining us apparently whenever the hell she feels like it today. Yep. (laughs) That is simply how she rolls. Yeah, she is now over a year old, and uh, she wants to be where she wants to be. This bodes well for the teenage years. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just I put her down just on the floor to get her a little further away from the mic, and she's looking at me like I'm going to go nuclear. Mm-hmm. I will go fusion on your ass, Mama. Just try me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Children's rating. Children's rating. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. We gave that up a long Not time ago. Not after this week. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I'll just start here. Are you okay. I have an administrative I have an administrative question. Uh, um, a motion, uh, administrative motion about about the website. Okay, do tell. Uh-huh. Why do we have a link under chat that says "frog pants"? See, you've not been paying attention. No, no you, I have, you've been no, I have you've not. been missing episodes at strategic junctures. The Frog Pants Network is a, another podcasting network that we are partnered with. Uh, Scott Johnson over there runs a, a wee tiny little podcast called The yes. Instance. Yes. Um, and he simulcasts on Versus the World Radio now. Really? Um, they, are, they started their morning show, The Morning Stream. Right. Pun intended. And wanted to experiment with appealing to people on mobile devices. Because they've always done their live shows via things like Livestream or Justin.tv. So much too high bandwidth and have apparently have really crappy iOS uh, apps that just don't do well on the mobile network. So I taught him all about the joys of Shoutcast and the fact that it's a very low bandwidth application that works great, great. on mobile devices. Yay. So, you know, the first one's always free. You got him you know, addicted to Shoutcasting ah. with the morning stream and he's progressively adding uh, more of their shows to the Shoutcast stream because... They're discovering, hey, people love listening on their portable devices. Of course they do. And the shoutcast thing, hey, it, it seems to actually function properly. Yeah. Quite a concept. Now that I have a f- mobile device that actually will handle that. I will teach you how to do it. Yes. It's a wonderful thing. And since we you know, went to all the trouble of building all this infrastructure, it is awfully nice to see it getting used. Yes, it, there is always that. So That's because, always a good thing. Because they were a pre-existing network, they had their own IRC channel. Uh-huh. So during their shows, oh, so they hang their, out. That's how their IRC channel is. They happen to also use the exact same IRC provider that we do. They're just <laughs> Gee, in their own channel. Imagine that. Serendipitous. Okay, all right. It's well, a wonderful that explains, thing. That explains a lot then. So, yes. The Frog Pants Network. Why he named it Frog Pants, you'd need to ask him that. I wasn't yeah. even going to go there. That's his I was particular. Just like, why? I figured there was a good explanation. I was like, why? I'm hoping to attend Nerdtacular, have- which is put on by them up in Utah in June, and we can ask him in person. 
sounds good. I'm Highlight has been just reduced to paroxysms of laughter here by her daughter. And I'm simply exercise, trying to demonstrate to her the ability of how you just ignore this. And instead, she's just going off. Yeah. She's just slipping right off the cracker. It's actually funnier to behold you than her at this point. So anyway. No ripping my face off, arch nemesis. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> that is exactly what she's trying to do every time I try and bring her close to me. The claw. Aww. That's our little cookie cutter. All right. If you are joining us live, and you should be. Please join us in the aforementioned chat that Gwenora was getting distracted by. Turn the audio off on your MacBook. Done. Do not make me come over there. <laughs> what? Are you going Wasn't to me this time. It's done. Silence! Please join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can do that by coming to the website, www.vtwproductions.com, and clicking on the chat button at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, please choose chat plus video. You will get the text chat augmented with video images of your fellow chat ease. It is a wonderful synergy of internet technologies, and you should be doing it now, now, now. Faster. Deeper, harder, faster, more. What? Something like that. So... And if you do not wish to participate in the video wall, simply click on chat and you'll right. be dumped into a web-based application that will allow you to text chat with the other listeners and our IRC rep, the amazing, the incredible, beard-bearing Barry Von Awesome. Yes, Barry VA in the IRC is our producer. If you have something you wish to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to Barry VA and his beard, and he will bring it to our attention. And we have to play, of course. Now, is this Barry's theme tune or is this Reginald's theme tune? We haven't really... I think it's Barry's. Yeah. It's I the... thought Reginald was the producer. Oh. That's right. That, see, I'm <laughs> doing did, it we wrong. Did, yeah. We did say that. And, uh, you are and, doing it uh, wrong. Barry's his production assistant. Right. Barry White. Save my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm in the mood now. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. Just not for Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. No. You were getting the eyebrow from me. Oh, really? Should Reginald, on the other frightened? hand. Yeah, that's a whole different story. <laughs> we got to hook him up with a nice young young lady of sorts. Reginald, that is, not Barry. Reginald, yeah. Yes, Reginald. Barry's on his own. Well, Reginald does yeah. tours of duties on, you know, the most interesting man in the world's face, so I think he gets, some, a- I think he gets some action. This is true. He does. <laughs> there were... A little, a little pale makeup, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's <laughs> there Reginald it is. on the most interesting man in the world. Somebody on the All interwebs right. took the voice track from one, one, one of the most interesting man in the world. Uh, yeah. And... Put pictures of Jamie Heineman up there instead. Really? It, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. And it is oddly perfect. <laughs> that's <laughs> very funny. Oh, oh. My. But I digress. Yeah. I do want to warn you that Arch Nemesis is going to be crawling under the table, which could uh, abruptly interrupt the show. Yeah, the soundboard. <laughs> I mean, the, the laptop's fine because the you know she right. hits the power to that. <laughs> Batteries. But the um. Soundboard has... Whole soundboard yeah. thing. So if we suddenly stop talking... Hey, yeah. do you all <laughs> see what I did there? Did you see it? Wow. Or at yeah. least, did yeah. you hear it? Follow the sultry sound of my voice. Uh, no. When's it going to start? What? Oh! No. <laughs> <laughs> For those Psych. of you playing, <laughs> playing the home game... I mm-hmm. don't know how to put this, but... I'm kind of a big deal. Just right. saying that was his response to uh, <laughs> to being. Um... 
See, that's... See, see now she's is, looking at us. She's working her way across the room. She's going, fine, you're not going to pay attention to me. I'll go eat dog food. Oh, yes, God's she will. Name, did I get over here? What are you... I'm in Stormwind. Oh, you're in, in game. Yeah, I'm in yeah, game. And I was in Stormwind, and I was like, I, was like, where I think you drove over here. Where the, it's okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you drove. <laughs> I, I, if I were in your shoes, I would be questioning yes. my attendance at this little soiree myself. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, look around you. Are you smoking crack? Mm-hmm. Bunch of nerds with microphones, kids. All right. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be very afraid. Indeed. Uh, shout out to uh, Gwenora's and my Elmer, if he's listening, and he might be. W7GNP. Yes. We're shouting out to you. Yes, we are. You know who you are. Yes. As we were up uh, up yes. north in the secret mountain lair, which is on the uh, Land Baron's uh, acreage yes. up there. Has the yeah. Land Baron bought any more acreage? Because I've been there in a couple of years. I've lost count. Nobody has got new new uh, accommodations up there. New toys. It's very interesting. Yes, new has toys. Has he moved into the house yet? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, they're in. They actually. Yeah. Utilize it. Mrs. Yeah. Elmer actually. Yeah. Convinced him to move out of the trailer. Oh, I have no too. idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's hard to tell. The man is a world class pack rat. Yes, he is. In the best possible I thought I way. Was, I thought I was yeah. bad. Nope. He keeps having to buy land to put cool stuff on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about if there's ever any kind of major disaster in the big cities, you know, we're all going up yes. to his place because he has all the stuff you need to rebuild civilization. Pretty from much. From scratch. Yes. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So come with me. Yeah. I'm heading for the colon. Yeah. No, I already had that this week. <laughs> no. Too much information. I'll just uh, no! leave this here. No, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about the forgetting drug. Oh. oh, oh, I know what you're talking about because I had the immense pleasure of watching my father do that. I had after a, a colonoscopy. This was this was an upper GI. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So, uh, well, we'll have to get Gnome's uh, Gnome's perspective on it because it was me under the influence this week. Um, so, yeah, so they had to do the upper GI's, camera down the throat, that whole thing. Right. So they gave me the drug that puts you in a twilight sleep, um, and then they gave me Versed, which is a drug that makes you forget. Right. It, it ruins, interferes it ruins with your, your short-term, short-term memory. memory. Oh, nice. So you don't remember the procedure. It oh, ruins okay. your short-term memory, so you don't remember the procedure. All right. It ruins your short-term memory, yeah, so you don't remember yeah, the procedure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So essentially, no, that's what talking with her was like. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, because my father had the same thing the last time he had a colonoscopy done, yeah. and I had to go pick him up. And before we went in there, the doctor met with me and says, okay, I'm going to explain everything to your father. You need to pay attention because you will be explaining it to your father again. And again. And again. And again. And I went, oh, really? And he says, yes, the potential for abuse is high, and I can see already that you will abuse it. And I said, I wouldn't. Be, I looked him straight in the face and went, Doc, I wouldn't be my father's son if I didn't. Exactly. My brothers will never, ever forgive me if I don't take this opportunity to say all kinds of stuff. And, oh, boy, did I ever. But it was just amusing sitting there, and the doctor's like, my dad would ask a question, like I'm sure you did, or she, she mm-hmm. did, as mm-hmm. I'm looking at, at Scott. I, and uh, or at Gnome. and I and and so my father would ask a question, and the doctor would explain it, and then the doctor would look at me, and then the doctor would continue on, and then five minutes later, my father would ask the exact same question. Yep. yep. And the doctor would explain it again, and at this point, I'm giggling. My father's <laughs> looking at me. Why are you laughing? Never mind, Dad. I'll explain it to you later. When you'll remember. So, it. Way you'll later. Remember. <laughs> so the, the beauty is, she doesn't remember anything that I did to her that day. No. Nice. Not a thing. Wow. But so here's the thing. They, wow, they that's take an you opportunity they, they to give not you, be passed They up. give you the drug, 
And, you know, I feel this little buzzing at the top of my head, and I say, boy, that stuff kind of works fast, doesn't it? And I didn't hear their reply. <laughs> and an hour and a half later, at least that's what the the, watch my told very you. first memory, well, I looked at the clock right as they were giving me the drug, and right. then I looked at the clock right as I came out of it, my first memory out of it, and I was in the middle of a sentence <laughs> in a different room, in a different bed, with, different with my husband, with different nurse, and my husband sitting in the chair wow, next that, to me, and wow. he hadn't been there before. That had and I am like, interesting experience. that was what freaked me out, the fact that I had been completely interactive. It wasn't like unconsciousness. It was I'd been completely interactive. Do you ever, do you ever having, drink until you black out, or, or as I like to call it, time travel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and it was... Completely disturbing. And then, of course, yes, Gnomewise had the, the fun and pleasure of saying, honey, I love you, but that's the fourth time you've asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> and had the, the look of disbelief on her face. No, it's not. I'm just yes. kind of amazed to hear yes, that hospitals is. give Jaeger as their anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hanging a glass green bottle exactly. IV? What yes. is that? With an orange and white it looks label. like licorice. So there's my, there's my war wound from where they missed on the, on oh, the IV. Oh, yes. Yeah. They went fishing for yeah. veins. Yeah, they, they, the one they got on the back of the hand is all healed because they nailed it right on. It's one of those reminders that when they do it right, it actually doesn't hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and when they do it wrong, it hurts like heck. They should have a policy in that industry, like like tip your technician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they're good. <laughs> exactly. And if they suck, they owe you money. Oh, my goodness. Well, if so- they haven't before, they will now. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> tip jar next to the phlebotomist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. the problem is what happens tip if you're a poor I tipper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let me see how well I want to do. I got uh. this nice new needle yeah. and this other needle. <laughs> Which one are you going for? <laughs> how much uh, you got on you? She says to me, <laughs> how much you got? Yeah. Yeah. She says to me as she's starting the IV, I thought you were going to bring your veins with you today. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's nice. not oh. really fun. Like, oh, thank you so much. That makes me feel so much then more she comfortable. Went, then she went and got the baby needle. And I'm not kidding. Oh, you got an infant needle? The little tiny uh, butterfly needle. Uh, that was the needle that went in for my IV. <laughs> She's like, I don't think I can actually do this with anything. My honey doesn't have very good veins. Not anymore, I don't. Mm. I used to be just fine. That's Guess who's right. sitting in my lap? Yep, you've got an arch nemesis. Oh, there's been a request to put her on the video wall. Oh, uh, we have no camera. Oh, put oh. Arch Nemesis on the video wall? Yes. Oh. You have to well, be one we'll of you, you two because yep. there are no cameras uh, on the side of the table. I don't know if you'll be able to see anything with mine because I'm... Yeah, we've got our back to the window. Out, so. out, out Nemesis has found the um, headphone cable. That would be Arch yes. Nemesis, yes. <laughs> She's found the headphone I'm cable. I'm not worried about naming her one properly. One of the Nemesis. One of the Nemesis. Yes. <laughs> she says, I gotcha. I'm going to rip your face off if you bring me close enough. Yeah, I know. So I'm facing her. She does, it with a, she does it with a big smile on her face, yeah. too. She reaches up, yes, grabs your does. cheek, digs in with her claws, and attempts to remove the first five layers of skin. Right. <laughs> it's like, what Let the... me just peel that off. Give you, you don't need that. You don't Cool. I can play with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. It was basically the entire... The entire morning. Nice. And then you're not allowed to drive for 24 hours afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because they're like, it could take up to 24 hours to get out of your system. Yeah, we don't, no, you, uh, you, we did not want you operating heavy machinery at no. that point. <laughs> not that you remember Even the light li- machinery you would, you might be right out. You remember the lives you'd ruined and yeah. taken, but, yeah. you know, the rest of us would. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Never a dull moment. So I saw television advertisements for Phoenix Comic Con. Really? They're, I haven't uh, seen those yet. They actually got Stan the Man oh, wow. to do the commercial. Hey. Not how he's hate making his money these days. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, owning an empire that was 
bought out by the mouse, you know, yeah. probably hasn't lined his pockets just fine. Yeah, at I'm this sure point. he's doing okay. But the whole the design of the commercial was the moderately nerdy guy and the geek goddess uh-huh. were obviously, you know, a couple just snapshots during their day where they're arguing Star Trek versus Star Wars. Oh wow. Like Star Trek has the Borg Cube, Star Wars has the Death Star. Just going back and forth and then this is the state that we've come to with, with nerd in America. I'm not sure I want to be mainstream if this is what it means. Well, I mean, they obviously want to expand their I mean, offering. When was the last time you saw a television advertising exactly. for a comic convention? Yeah, for any con, yeah. This is true. Um, I mean, it's local advertising, but there's obviously there was some budget behind right, it. And, right, right. And they had Stan freaking Lee doing voiceover and uh an appearance of the now he's also appearing at the con. So he's like, "Come, pay for my autograph, Come please, see me. <laughs> yes, and give me money." Me. Yeah, huh. um, I'm curious what the nature of his cameo is in Thor. Just came out, right? I can tell you, I ah. saw it on uh, Friday. And how is Thor? I is back on their game, or I liked it okay. overall. I mean, I'll give my highlights were all the actors were really good, especially the guy for Thor. Nice. He did a really Chris good job. Chris Helmsworth. Yeah, Helmsworth. But Natalie Portman was good. Um, Jane. Jane, uh, what's her? Yeah, Foster. I Foster, yeah, she was good. Everybody, I mean, Anthony Hopkins did Odin well. Um, I forget who played Loki, but he did a good job. He looked like a good choice. Yeah. they all, Everybody did good. The costumes all worked. He worked in his full armor costume. He See, I was really not, worried yeah. about that because it looked plastic. No, they, it, it looked good. Okay. It, it worked well. Um my, if I have anything that I would say, not as a downside, I'm going to try to keep this as spoiler free as I can. Okay. Um, I didn't feel the climax, the the big thing he had to deal with was worthy of the God of Thunder to okay. deal with. That was my only issue with it. And the only other slight thing I have is I don't know if they had a clear direction of what they wanted to do with Loki. So I'll leave those two things. Well, I can out. tell you what they want to do with Loki. He's the villain in the event. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, and <laughs> this is just a setup for the event. This is enough. As like any other Marvel movie, it's one you should stay till the end of the credits because they give you a little teaser uh, about the event. Of course, of course. Um, Do we get to see um, Nick Fury again? Yes, you will oh, see Nick awesome. Fury at the end. Um, but and then. Let's see. So Stan Lee's little role is he's one of the people that when Thor's hammer crashes to the earth and can only be picked up by somebody worthy of its power. Of course. He's one of the people who tries to get it. And <laughs> so he has a very it's a funny scene. OK. So I'm going to leave leave that as pretty spoiler free. I don't think I've given anything away. See, and, and the writer, I feel very spoiled. OK. The, the writer <laughs> or one of the main writers is one of my favorites is J. Michael Straczynski. Mm-hmm. And. He's also supposed to, he he does cameos in his own work as well. So oh, he, really? he had one in Babylon Five. And yeah, he's supposed yeah. to have a cameo involving the hammer as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, he may have. I don't know what he looks like, so I couldn't tell you which one he was. Because there, there was nerd type. <laughs> possible. There was like multiple people trying to there, pick up the hammer. There were multiple gray nerd types. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a lot. Stanley yeah. being one of them. Yeah. But yeah, so Stan, Stan likes to appear in all. He's the not graying. Films. He's gray. gray. He's he's yeah. he's a wee gray. tiny little frail guy. Yep. Saw it in three D. Um, they made. Did 3D bring anything to it? Yes. Okay. This was one of the ones where it just was subtle, but it was there the whole time, and it was nice. I would assume that the Asgard yeah, I, I shots I just don't get be... it. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, I'm just saying, for those that can actually appreciate 3D, <laughs> this is one that actually... Uh, makes use of it. Makes use of it in a way that's not gratuitous. The hammer was never coming at your face or something stupid <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. So, it was, um, it was good. It was worth it. Any... I mean, do we get to see, like... The other Thor type character, like the Warriors Three, or yes. 
Warriors Three are in it. Oh, cool! Uh, the like gatekeeper, major parts, gatekeepers Heimdall? in it. Um, no, no Heimdall. Heimdall is the guy who guards the bridge. Oh yeah, Heimdall. I'm sorry, the gatekeeper is what they refer to okay. him as in the the series. So yes, he's there. The, the yeah, the Warriors Three are, have a, a prominent role. See, they're hitting all my favorite notes here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I mean, you see this. It's worth seeing. It was it was good. I was and I was looking forward to this one more than I was Captain America, but. They show a nice extended preview for Captain America well, of course. before it, and it was it looks better than the last time I saw it. The things that, that jump out to me on the first Avenger trailer is the debuffifying of Steve Rogers. Yeah, it's like they did it to a tiny extent in uh, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man, right, with Tobey Maguire, just a yeah. one shot in the mirror. This one is, you know, the guy is walking around talking action scenes. He's short, too, short, and everything. Yeah. You know, they did, they did a whole Gollum treatment short, on him. Short, scrawny, yeah. Scrawny, yeah. 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 The real actor is Mr. Buff. Right, you know, right. But all the bits leading up to the super soldier serum is like, wow, that's some pretty freaking impressive Work CGI there. there. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought it was a different actor. Yeah, so did I. I didn't I, know it was the same actor. I thought it was a different actor, <laughs> that they had actually replaced the actor at the the critical scene. You know? I think they did the same kind of performance capture they did in like Avatar and just uh, took his performance and shrank it down to a wimpy, you know, really? class Really? Or what they used the in, what was that, Benjamin Button? Which I've never seen. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I know that the technology there was, you know, obviously de-aging him, so. Yep. Right. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to have to... Find a way to sneak out and go see Thor at some point. Yeah. And then Captain America's not that far off, is it? No. A month or two? June? Like, it's June. I, I think. think. Yeah, yeah, it's like the middle of June. That feels like a Memorial Day kind of a thing, but that's... Yeah, I think it's no, a little past. It's past that. Yeah. Oh, oh, give me. Give me. I want it, she says. Give it yank, to me. Yank, My offspring yank. is... Killing me with- <laughs> she actually is trying to hurt yeah. you. She is doing a very good job. You know, take it and put it behind your head instead of and let it come under your arm. Rather Age than- and treachery shall overcome yeah. and skill. My remove, yes. remove the, remove the uh, temptation. The temptation there. Yeah, that would be better. No, she'll find a way. <laughs> she'll find a way. Yeah. So um, scale you. Uh, be afraid. Be very afraid. No doubt. So Gwen, you've been off in the world doing things and stuff. Bring your stories unto us. Oh, what What's have you up? been doing? Did a little fishing. Did some working for Uncle Sam. That's pretty much about it. I could tell you, but then I would have to kill you. No, no, seriously, then I would have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Watch my brother get married in Charleston. That's cool. Ah. Told, no, time before last you were here and you told yes. us some of the interesting yes. stories. Yes. Yes. The whole uh, yes. caterpillar on your lip thing. Yes, that was really quite funny. <laughs> um, other than that, not a whole lot. It was pretty much... The, uh, yeah, fishing and stuff. We're all looking at Quidora ex- expectantly. More. Brain dead. Brain Give dead. us more. Brain Give us more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was man. really about it. There wasn't a whole lot to it. Grail, I think you can top it. Um, yeah, I don't have super duper stories to tell. I mean, obviously, uh, you guys still have not been able to see Game of Thrones, correct? No. 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 Okay, because I saw mentioned that we actually talked about it for like two minutes and we got mentioned on like the winteriscoming.net site as being a podcast that talked about it. They didn't mention <laughs> the fact we only talked about it for two minutes. Actually, they said it later if you read the further yeah, in the trailer. It, was... it says they talk about it for about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So if we talk about it more, we get more mentioned there. So that's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> okay. It wasn't exactly something we were No, I know. For. I know. We'll have to figure out some, because I've been recording them and, and saving them on. So if you ever want to come over and watch well, them. Well, we can just yeah, come over and do a, yeah. yeah. Do that. Yeah. That's we what have, I did uh, with uh, True Blood. 
I've been because I end up I record the HD version, but it comes on later at night, so I always end up watching the normal and then just, just to get the plot. It. Yeah, just because I'm like I gotta watch this now. It's on right. six. Now, I have now, a chance. Now. Yeah, so but must no. get fixed. Is, so is it maintaining the standard? Yeah, so far. I mean, this last episode was another big. Let's set everybody up. Let's get all. I mean, so much of that first book is just getting everybody in positions. Well, West, Westeros is a little bit yeah, complex. Yeah, it's really big yeah. and complex. So this one introduced Littlefinger now and brought him into the into light. Keep and, your eye on that one. Yeah, and and gets and got Caitlin to... Did they uh, get an appropriately short and inoffensive oh, yeah. actor? Yeah, I mean, you already had Sean Bean's character holding him up by his neck, so it was... <laughs> That's yeah, a good was, start. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so you had that. You had the first inkling of John taking on more of a leadership type role where he started He's up work. at the wall already. Yeah, right? he's up at the wall and he of course starts off, you know, basically beating the crap out of everybody and then they had a conversation between him and uh, Tyrion where he's like, you know, hey, not everybody's been privileged to grow up in a castle. Most of these guys are just thieves and, you know, people that are poor and had no choice and so you see towards the end of the episode John actually trying to help people with they're fighting and stuff like that. So awesome! An increase there. Um, yeah, no. So far, it's been really good. Everybody I've talked to has had very positive things. Even my dad, who was like, "I don't like the actor they got for Tyrion," which I was like, "Really?" Because everybody I've talked to said this guy's really good. He's like, "Well, it's not that I don't like his acting. I just don't. I never pictured him this way. He looks too good." <laughs> he's like, "I always okay. pictured Tyrion being more." Deformed. Deformed, basically. Right. And yeah. so, but now he's like, he's grown on me and he's much more into him. So, he's, yeah. He is described in unflattering terms in the text, but I guess people casting television productions think, you know, you've got to be able to like them yeah. at least a little. You have to have something you can gravitate. Because for him, he's like, he's just a, you know, a normal man, just a little smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, that's not the way I pictured Tyrion. But no, he was, he was always the dwarf. Yeah. He was the imp. Yeah, I he mean, was just this little mm-hmm. disgusting kind of guy. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's doing a great job, though, with the role. So, yeah. So that was good. Um, oh, and I mean, I guess we should probably mention, you know, Happy Mother's Day, I.O. Happy Thank Mother's you. Day to everybody out there. You think? And Daxa. Happy <laughs> and Daxa. Mother's Day, Daxa. I know you're not here, but we're thinking about All you. All our listeners that are moms. Yep. Happy Mother's Day. It so. is for you. Yes. And mom, I know you're not listening, but Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if your mother was listening. Yeah. I should be shocked and amazed. Yes. But in That's case she was. Good way to put it. I'm covered. This is true. And Arch Nemesis is now attempting to break down the doors to the entertainment That's center. That's right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, these walls down. Parenthood. Well, we had, you know, we had the great adventure. We went up to the secret mountain lair. I think we said that the, the water broke while we were up there. Yeah, we had water system issues. So we had, so we had to come down. We had to bring all kinds of dirty dishes down with us to do the dishes down here. Which was interesting. Oh, <laughs> Which yeah, was man. interesting. Transfer, oh. Transporting with no packing material or nothing like that. Dirty dishes. In a bag. In, in, a, bag. in, in a plastic bag, yes. Nice. And uh, it's, it's been a really... It was a busier weekend than I expected it to be. <laughs> May you live in interesting times. Yeah. Yep. And oh, then yeah. <laughs> Oz, uh, we have the giant mongrel, mongoloid. We, j- we just picture every now and then when his hair gets too long, we think of that, that scene in Backdraft where they're in the fire station. They say, now you better be good or we'll feed you to the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they the flat, cut dog. to the, the English sheepdog with the, the 
spittle and drool. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's where Oz is getting right now. He's going in for some uh, for some summer grooming. The in line a, right a after that was actually one of my favorites. So you, you guys got something against Dalmatians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's so. been a few references to feeding you to the thing because it's time for the dog to get trimmed. Uh, uh, no. so even that. So he was up there soaking up the, all the uh, dirt outside right, as well and brought right. it back down the mountain with him. Like, well, and, and <laughs> that was just it is, is um, I believe you said your Elmer um, mm-hmm. came over and we were having good conversations. And, of course, the Oz is jumping all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Please love, love me. I just met you, but I love you. And, uh, and then we realized that he's... <laughs> Oz is covered in dirt and pine needles and yep. everything else has oh, been man. putting them on. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> it's like, okay. So there's your snapshot into our lives. Yay. Ain't mm-hmm. we fancy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not today. We're not. not that's so for much. sure. Which brings us nicely to our first break. So you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. I've got a little bit of Pollen Storm, arch nemesis. Queued up for you, we have some me make fire for you. We'll be back right after this. Fire! Wiggle! This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Me name Og. Here Og Cave. Me like make noises. Me bang rocks together. Sparky light come from rocks when bang. Sparky light touch stick. Stick make light. Get hot like sun. See what Og make. Me make fire! Me call it fire. Me dance around fire. Come dance around fire. Me go stomp, stomp, touch. Ouch! Fire make hurt. Stomp, stomp, no touch fire. Stomp, 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 jump, jump, stomp, touch. Ouch! No touch fire again. From Og Cave, Oog Oog, see Og Fire. When Og not looking, him take Og Fire and hide beneath him bearskin. Him now fire! 
Oak Oak now fire. Make dance around Oak Oak. Come dance around Oak Oak. Make all stomp, stomp, touch. Ouch! Fire make hurt. Stomp, stomp, no touch fire. Stomp, 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 jump, jump, stomp, touch. Ouch! No touch fire again. make this fire maybe it's magic maybe it's evil spirits maybe it some sort of complex sequence of exothermic chemical reactions when a combustible material with an adequate supply of oxygen or another oxidizer is subjected to enough heat and is able to sustain a chain reaction commonly called the fire tetrahedron no it probably magic me make fire me call it fire. Me dance around fire. Come dance around fire. Me go stomp, stomp, touch. Ouch! Fire make hurt. Stomp, stomp. No touch fire. Stomp, 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 jump, jump, stomp, touch. Ouch! No touch fire again. Hi, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWProductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great! Actual physical contact! And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Ah, gaming goodness section. Yeah. Shockingly, Woo! we're going to talk about a little wow. Wow. Go what do you figure. Know? What do you know? We just finished up Children's Week, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as part of that, you have occasion to go up to Dalaran again to yep. do the, if you haven't gotten both the Oracles and the Wolvar Pups, right yep. up there to, get, to complete my set yeah. of living Gotta creatures. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are the Pokeballs in my inventory? No kidding. You know you got to have them. Material's getting a little upset with the accommodations. But anyway, yep. as I was up there, I had occasion to kind of look around at the scenery because of being forced to fly across everything because the portals are all gone, right. <clears throat> but I'm not yep. bitter. Yeah, I got to take the boat from Stormwind up to Northrend and then fly to Dalaran. Yeah. Oh, well. Again, not bitter. But looking around at the landscape and actually keying into the music production mm-hmm. up there, Something's missing from Cataclysm like that. I don't know if it's because it's reworked areas to a large extent or that the music is just not quite in your face as it was right. up there. But between just the visuals up there, they did a really bang-up job on Northrend. Yeah. Graphically, Certain, it's, it's superior. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the music production values were spot on. We yeah. observed that at the time saying... yes. Damn good job, guys. Right. Even those of us who didn't really listen to the music all that much. Yeah. I, I just... tended to turn it off because I usually have things like, oh, I don't know, baseball going in the background. Mm-hmm. That explains your DPS numbers. But anyway. Oh! Hey. oh. My DPS numbers are the fact that I've been not on lately. You're lying! <laughs> 
<laughs> I, See, gestures like that don't make for good radio, Gwen. I, it wasn't meant to make for good radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's that rating. We're protecting the rating. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. So you find the unnecessary. Yes, my, uh, me waving a finger at you are your uh, is for you and you alone. Oh, well, I and f- the other two folks seated at the table here. Yeah, I feel so special. Yes, you should because you are. But I mean, did do you think Blizzard just reassigned their priorities and said we're going to do kick butt instance design and the outdoors aren't that big of a deal to us or uh, how are you feeling at this stage in the expansion? Was it? I am not as good, man. Hey. My my nah. personal take is is I just as much as I appreciate the changes to the zones, I like that the amount of time they spent on putting in all those quests. I don't know if it was the best use of time. Is my take now on it? So all the new, I mean, they they did put a ridiculous number of new quests in the game to the, level you from one to fifty eight, basically. Right, and. Because they felt they needed to add more races again. Yes. Right. So, and because they'd nuked those areas, the old leveling paths were no longer. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And the whole new starting areas, both for the goblins and for the worgen. So that that's a lot of work. And I, going through the worgen starting area, great storyline. Yeah. Uh, yes, the worgen starting yes. area was A lot great. of fun. That I can talk about because I leveled the worgen up to 70. But I wish they would do more stuff with Gilneas. I really do. Well, it's a PvP. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's the problem from my perspective is yeah. it's completely that storyline once I got out of it and it became the PvP battlegrounds, <sighs> it made it hard for me because I wanted to see more of the original story. I didn't want to go over to Darkshore, you know, and do all of that questing in there. So it it was, yeah, it was it's a bummer of, for me that I can't go back that yeah, I can't see Gilneas because yeah. I'm not a PvPer. Right. It, it was kind of that whole. Uh, I kind of go to Darkshore. <laughs> well, eventually, you come against the reality of there's not enough manpower or time go to make a here. new leveling path all the way from zero to eighty. Oh yeah. So they had to dump you off in the old content at some point. Well, yeah. I guess my my issue with it more is the fact that they put in all these quests, and yet you level faster than you can complete the quests and keep them viable for experience. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's yeah. my issue. Yes, with it. that was a big problem, especially when you're starting from scratch. Somebody should have I, ran through and said, you know, we probably can cut ten quests out of this quest line and condense yes, this down noticed, so that it's still. I noticed viable. that a lot when yeah. I was. When I was leveling my Warrior, because it was just and ridiculous. Then they could have taken those ten quests from each zone and put them into I don't know Outland or into <laughs> yeah. Northrend to make that more interesting. Because yes. yeesh, yeah, that's <laughs> why I'm stuck at seventy. Yeah. I just it's like oh god. But speaking of new content, I'm at the dance party and and watching White Tempest dance as okay. a female organ. Okay. Oh my god, Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much Britney Spears. I hadn't seen that before. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I had not actually seen the organ female dance. Oh. Yeah, I have because I have a female organ. Right. Uh, yeah, it is. It's very much Britney Spears. It's actually, I think, Beyonce was the, a little the actual yeah, little yeah, I think that's who it came it from. Might, Yeah, you're right. It might yeah, be it's the single lady dance. All right, I'm about to be completely slimed by our daughter. Um, cool. Who is, yeah, well, she, just she, already got me, she already got me on the shoulder. I'm already partially slimed. Nice. She's just trying to complete the job. Any of you who are considering um, having children, they will try to slowly digest you over a span of years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over the first two or three years, they, they make every attempt in the book to digest you. No, uh, no, 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 no choking and then vomiting. <laughs> no. <laughs> that look is priceless. So... Yeah, because they've they've done yet another expansion where added a new 
race. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of Lich King, Death Class. Knight. Yeah. Which was, but it was effectively a race in the mm. sense of it got its own story. Its yeah, own yeah, you're area. right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so Racial abilities, sure. but... sure. I'm just not sure how enduring content that, it, that is for experienced players. I mean, I went back to run the Worgen starting area to experience it with no real serious intention of keeping the character. And they even dumped me off in Darkshore, in the reworked Darkshore. Where right. the, yeah, where oh yeah, it's been totally reworked. unrecognizable quest lines because, well, Deathwing. And I still couldn't maintain the interest because, like, I've been here yeah, i've yeah. done this and, yeah. and all i have in front of me is outland and yeah I, I can't do it that that's the <laughs> looming do thing it. yeah see sits outland, on you. Uh, yeah. outland is part of the reason why i'm not playing right yeah. now because i i just got done with it i'm like okay aside from the whole girl issue but well, i'm just you, like okay i i have to stop playing well, this but you right got now. to 70 right which meant you were actually going to outland, you got out of outland but you couldn't face northrand again at that point it was and i'm spent well, and I mean, we've—I've been leveling a low, a paladin up with, but with three other people. We only—we try, even though every so often somebody becomes a Judas and goes off and does their own thing, <laughs> which we basically, no, basically any whoever levels Judas. last is is not the non-Judas, ah. but everybody else. So nonetheless, but we've only done battlegrounds and instances. That's all we do. We don't so quest no at all. So anytime we get on, that's the only things we run. And it's been really good until Northrend. Nah. And that's kind of killed it because for the first four levels of Northrend, you get two different instances. Uh-huh. You get Utgard Keep or Nexus. Yes. And it's like over and over, over and, and over. over. And then you have some of my lesser favorite battlegrounds start becoming available, such as Strand of the Ancients, which is like every time that pops up, it's like, oh, God. Do I have to? No, I don't want to do this. So it's ah, Drive the Siege Engine. Go for it. Yeah, that's been... Actually, I mean, the only thing I get out of that is that being a paladin, I just run behind the Siege Engine and cleanse it. That's my entire <laughs> job in that thing. Nice. So I knock off all the slows and poisons. Awesome. But uh, no, so I mean, that's that's made it tolerable to level Mm -hmm. but again i i don't know i look at it and i always compare wow to everquest since i spent so much time there and they really they sort of did this with burning crusade but they need a scars of velios type expansion they need a we we understand there's a lot of low players and we want to track them but this is meant for the the, 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 end, the end game. The high, the high this end is meant game. for you guys, and they right for now those they only 11 address eleven million players that yeah. are actually at end game content. They only address it in patches right now. They really, I think, so, some point in time need the thing. Maybe make it a mini expansion, but they need to really put yeah. some thought in into between, something in that's between the major expansions. This is for high level, max level. We're not increasing the level cap, but this is for you guys, and here's a bunch of content for you guys to go do. Well, I was curious when I saw that they were making 85 the level for this one if they had some strange plan where there's going to be a patch between that'll open up 90. 90, yeah. Which would be an interesting tactic of theirs because you get to 85 pretty quickly, but you don't really run out of stuff to do. for yourself. Hey, now that you've put your mind to it, you've gotten how many levels in the last couple days? Uh, Two and a half. That's pretty good. (laughs) There you go. For people who actually are playing, you get to 85 fairly quickly. Right. This is where I poke you later. Yes. Like hard and <laughs> make it hurt. I know. I just... It wasn't me this time, I swear. It was totally you. You totally just said that. <laughs> I will speak through the soundboard from now on. There you go. <laughs> not this time. <sighs> but the um, they, they seem to have been a little more generous with the instance 
distribution this time. Mm-hmm. Where we're not facing what you were just describing right, in Northrend. Right, right. Um, if you had a chance to run the new Z's. Yes. Yeah, I talked a little about it a little bit last week, um, but our, uh, the I don't know. For some reason, every time we queue, I get Zolomon. I have run Zolgarub once, <laughs> and I've run Zolomon now about seven times. And we've gotten better. It's like it's becoming to the point where we're starting to him and haw about doing the timed run. And we've gotten just not even trying. We've managed to get to the first two bosses in the time in the time and save those prisoners. But then we ran into, you know, a wipe or something. But it's it's got it's good. It's it's a good it's, it's a fun instance. And the time run again is for the reworked Amani Warbear. Yeah. Oh. As you go through, though, you get rewards. The first guy you save gives you like a bag of coins. The second guy you save give, get dropped some sort of epic that we could roll on. And I haven't seen the third guy yet. And then the fourth one would get get to the bear mountain gotcha yeah but the uh tuning it down to five-man heroic mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. it's good it's it's a tough instance i mean it's it's a heroic that i would put i mean zulaman i think is easier except for the dragon hawk boss that guy's a bit of a jerk um <laughs> he spawns a lot of ads i remember him <laughs> being a jerk in 10 man so yeah. he's tough uh zolgarab i like i said i've only run it once but my recollection from that one run was it was harder than zolomon but i mean they set themselves a greater challenge toning down a 20 man instance down to a 5 man yeah. in the in, as opposed to ZA, the 10 man to, 10 to, five. to 5 yeah and so, just the, they were doing things at a different scale mm mm-hmm. Back in those early days of the game, where they were going for the huge, yeah, or something bigger with lots of trash, just for the sake of being bigger with lots of trash, was still in vogue in, in raid design. Yeah, and I mean, you'll get some people that will, of course, go, "Well, you're you're just recycling content." But I personally wouldn't cry over a five man Kara. Hey, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, listening Blizzard, cool, and yeah. we know you are. I mean, that would be a fun run to to go back for through the again. Nostalgia for yeah. if nothing else. Yeah. I mean, that was the really. Their first volley in the, we'd like more people to raid. Right. Come, see what this these purple pixels do for your uh, DPS and healing and but, all that fun stuff. So we'll see. I mean, they, they, they put those in, and obviously everything points to the Firelands coming out very soon, which will be the new raid content finally. Isn't there a five-man bubble a... in there as well? Mm-mm. No. Bummer. We have our five-mans. <laughs> Just checking. When, when you guys are... I have comments since I actually played. Bring it. Yeah, week. go, go. No, now um, is the time. I will say this. Deep Home? Yes was the thing that nearly killed me. In terms of not in, wanting in terms to play. Of, in terms of not wanting oh, to play. Oh, this is the most dis- yeah, I really, dreary really zone. hated that zone. And it wasn't just dreary. It was the quests were, in my mind, that, yes, they were normal grind quests, but it was one of those things where quite literally, even at the proper level, and not doing badly in terms of the way I played, mm-hmm. it was... Kill a mob, accidentally pull a mob, die. Mm. Kill a mob, accidentally pull a mob, die. And so it was incredibly frustrating and expensive for me to try and get through these slay 12 and you die six times trying to go through it. Put away the starfall button. No, I did. It didn't matter. It, it was literally, even at normal level, it was running inside aggro radius and pulling three or four. And you're like, forget it. This is, I hate this. I, I want to go do something else, or I don't want to do or this at all. I want a all. different quest design that's not like, go yeah. kill 25 of these. Right, and and then when you go, you do get an instance level, and everybody else is beyond. So it was, it was impossible for me when I don't like to pug, so I'm not really a fan of the random dungeon, mm-hmm. to go in and do, for example, Stone Core at appropriate level right. when I got those quests. So the quests sat in my log 
waiting for me to have other people to, to go with. So we finally went on a raid run. It's like four people from the raid and one from the pickup last night. You mean guild. From the guild, um, yeah. Yeah, from yeah. the guild, yeah. And it was a... Um, it was a really much better experience. But as soon as I got out of Deep Home, I was able to progress again. And the quests in Uldum were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was a really great zone. It was well-designed. It had good graphics. Yes, you got a little bit, you know, you had fun and humor with the Harrison Jones quest line. And it was just good. And so I, was, I literally, boom, right through 83 onto 84, oh, yeah. you know. And now I'm out in Twilight Highlands working my way through that. Yep. And here, the benefit of the dual path came into play where these were all quest lines that I had never done. Right. So I was able to go back and do them with Io, and they were all new. And she points out that we started looking out for the Harrison Jones oh, yeah. quests because hilarious. Because they're absolutely fun. hilarious. I'm like, no, yeah. no, we got to find this guy because yeah. this guy's got that the continuation do quest they have, for Do us. they have more of, of this guy? I'm yeah. looking for this dude. Where is there he? Is, uh, yeah, Oldham is... To me, the best area they made in terms of a zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I got an 85 without ever setting foot down. Oh, there. wow. Okay. So this was all news to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they, arguably getting 85 may be a little too easy, but right. I did it by doing archaeology. So right. I, was, I was trying out the new profession and accidentally leveled. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and and as uh, Love Machine says at the at the dance party, and 10,000 cutscenes. And yes. the 10,000 cutscenes were hilarious. Yeah. yeah, they were fun. They added humor. Mm-hmm. They added story. They gave you a moment to not have to go do anything, but just enjoy a little bit of, bec- of progression. Mm-hmm. And then you pick it up. You know, I just thought it was really a good, you know, a good No, I, I like the heavy use of the cutscene. Really, it, it just it breaks up the monotony. and mm-hmm. Especially when you uh, don't expect, like, oh, hey, a little movie. Okay. Yeah. The only thing is if you're having a chat over, like, your guild chat. Oh, there is that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> where'd that person go? Like, ah, cutscene. Dang. <laughs> Kind of I interrupted how the that flow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. But... Get on a vent server. Yeah. So well, that's good. Okay. Yeah, another cutscene. So, um, yeah. No. I just had. I, I just had a good time, and I actually got to give some some time to it. But as soon as I got clear of Deep Home, it was like the damn, everything was better. Yeah. Everything yeah. was better. But uh, how many weeks did I spend? I spent f- five, seven, eight weeks. Ugh. Just in deep home going, I just, I don't want to. I don't want to play. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. And it was to the point where it was like, even guilt wasn't making me (laughs) go in and finish. (laughs) I don't want to do it. It can't (laughs) make make me level. (laughs) There was was almost no impetus to get out of it. But as soon as I did get through it, it was fine. So So. the moral of the story may be slightly uneven zone and quest design in this expansion. Somewhat. I mean, I, uh, yeah. I, guess, I don't know. I they probably had different teams working oh, on different well, zones. Expect, yeah. But they they should have done something in Deep Home to make it not quite so much of the yeah. horror moment that it was. It's the weakest of the zones to me. I mean, a lot of some people really hate Vishir just mm-hmm. because of the underwater. I personally liked it and I thought it's It was different. Visually it it's had, one of the most beautiful oh, zones. And it had it had yes. I struggle with it because I'm not as good playing in three dimensions. Right, right. Like aerial combat, hard for me. Um, just the, just thinking in three dimensions and responding in three dimensions is harder for me. But that I thought that was actually cool about right. the design of Vashir. It was like it's okay that it challenged me because it was different and new yeah. and kind of cool. But then, you know, Hygel was pretty. No, it was pretty. And, you know, it was... And Twilight Highlands kind of falls in that same mold. It's just yeah. more Northrendy looking, I would say. More like a Howling Fjord. 
<laughs> oh, and a little bit of no, I'm not that or, far uh, into Twilight Highlands. It's got some dark shore on the coastline yeah, there. Yeah, some know, of a that. Bit There's of, a forested forested area, the um, and like Grizzly Hills kind of look to okay. it as well. So yeah. Okay. So and then, yeah. And then, Tentacle hentai. And then there's still a lot of tentacles, yes. but, you know. You haven't hey. gotten to that part yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't, have, I don't have the tentacle part yeah. yet. No, I'm working my way through. I just got the portal yeah. to be able to go back and forth from Stormwind so to Twilight So you're progressing Island. it. So I've, mm-hmm. I have progressed it, so. Oh, so. you know, Elton Q, this is from the Grey Void. I don't know what it says about you when you say you enjoyed Deep Home. I'm not sure. It, different, uh, different strokes for different folks, exactly. I guess. I mean, but, there's, yeah, there's, I really struggled with it. There's a lot of lore happening down there. I mean, the Therizane and the whole... Yeah. What was the name of that terrible instance in the old world with the Prince Therad? Oh, and the um, Princess. Uh, Maradon. Maradon, yes. Yeah. Ugh, talk yeah. about never-ending, yeah. super-lengthy instances. Well, you have that. I mean, the, the whole story revolves around the world pillar. And right. You have to rebuild the world pillar or... The world's going to collapse, and the elemental planes will all merge, and right. everybody's dead. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's just the zone itself is, for me, it was the most dreary zone yeah. I've ever been in, and monotonous and boring, and frankly, I didn't care about any of the people there. <laughs> Which is really sad, because the entrance into it, when you go see Thrall, and yeah. these whole, it's in like, the maelstrom, this is awesome! awesome! We're going to go, oh, man! Now I'm in a cave. Yeah, this right. sucks. Yeah. So. Do get to... Uh, Put an ogre through a Cuisinart, though. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. And, I mean, the other thing that kills me about it is that's where the damn shoulder enchants are. Yep. So if you have uh. any character that you actually want to do some serious raiding on, you have to do it. You have to do <laughs> at least enough. You have to do all of it to get to the yeah, point where it unlocks the vendor. I refused to go there and do the dailies. I just put the damn tavern on and ran instances there to you get go. my rep. Yeah. Because you could not make me go back there. I did the dailies because I wanted Pebble. And I did the dailies over and over, over and, and over. Oh, God. For now, a I, month. <laughs> I will tell you my favorite daily in, in the content that I've leveled so far. Yeah, I know which is, one you're talking about. Is knocking over the pygmies in oh, all yeah, them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, a, it's three minutes. No more than three minutes. It's three minutes maximum to knock over 30 of those because you only have to knock over yeah. 10 stacks of them to do this little daily quest. And I'm sure it's not that much gold, but to be honest, I haven't even looked because the sound effects are so yeah. funny <laughs> in that daily quest that I go back and giggle through it all yep. the way. Oh, yes. We apologize to our listeners who are listening to a screaming um, arch nemesis. Yeah, but, happens. you know. That was the whole premise of the first show. It's either that or no show. So, <laughs> And don't answer that question because I really don't want to know. Yeah. But if you do want to participate, I forgot to give the email address earlier. It's the show at alphageekradio.com. The show at alphageekradio.com. For all you podcast listeners out there and people who just don't want to do IRC, that is the way you can interact with the show mm-hmm. hosts. All right. That brings us up neatly against our next break, which I am not prepared for. Nice. Go figure, huh? Me? <laughs> not preparing the uh, the old template ahead of time? Nah. But I digress. Hmm, here's a song from John Colton that I've never listened to before. It's called Octopus. This could be a risk, but hey, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> run with it because that's how we roll. Living on the edge. Live on that edge. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Take some time. Visit the website at vtwproductions.com. On the Casually Hardcore page, you will find the Casually Hardcore store, where Spotty has been hard at work creating designs for loot for you to buy and wear proudly 
See, my child doesn't want me to pimp out the store. No. See how that works? No respect for my offspring. <laughs> None at all. Please, take some time to go to the Casually Hardcore store and check out all the fantastic things you can purchase and wear and own. If you have suggestions for the kinds of things you would like to see appearing in the store, please send a personal message to Spotty on the Versus the World forums. How do you get there? Well, you go to vtwproductions.com and click on Forums at the top of the page. In the personal message system there, look up Spotty, S-P-O-T-T-Y. He would love to hear from you and help create fat loots for all. We'll be back right after a little Joko. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW.
Hello, I'm Oxhail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. In our emails and shout-out sections, yes, send your shout-outs now, either via IRC to our producer, the amazing and incredible Barry Vaughn Awesome. Barry A. will bring things from the Black Void to my attention, and we will shout them out thusly. And you can also email comments, uh, let's see, questions, comments, and smart-ass remarks to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. And we have them now. Does anyone have one ready, or shall I go? Uh, I have some shout-outs. You go, boy. Uh, this is from Sikani, who says, many shout-outs. It's been a productive month of April for me in the world of Warcraft, so I wanted to give a shout-out to myself and my guild, After Dark of Scenario Circle US, for earning the following achievements. Guild, level 25. Ooh. Defender of a Shattered World, cleared all normal mode raid content. Cataclysmically epic. All purples. And what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> Screw you, School of Hard Knocks. Fun times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, a happy Mother's Day shout-out to Eyelight and Daxa, who probably isn't there. Good call. So shouted out. Yep. Congratulations on all of the above. Excellent. Nice. Okay, next. I have their email sure. from Der Ahran. Hi, C.H. Ahran here, welcoming you back one week late. And happy Mother's Day to you all. Give your mother a hug or suffer the consequences by the hands of the Imperial Guard. <coughs> well, as you all know, patch 4.1 for WoW came out. And you know, and I know you're all talking about it, how enjoyable are the new dungeons. On a scale of scum of the earth to ten, to ten kinds of awesome. I guess that marks the end of my email. Hope you enjoy my content segment. And if it sucks royally, I has to start somewhere. Eternally enjoyed Dahras, the least favorite content provider, Druid of Alea Ayakta Est on Earth and Ring US, and Ahran the Handle. Uh, it didn't suck that hard, so don't be so hard on yourself. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Child trying to eat my headphones. Child lock. Nice. And on the scale of scum of the earth to ten kinds of awesome on the new... I think, Grail, you're our authority on the Zs. Uh, Zulaman in particular. Yeah, no kidding. Is um, it uh, five kinds yeah, of awesome and well, six? Uh, is he just asking about the instance or the patch in general? Um, he basically was asking how enjoyable are the new dungeons. Okay, the new dungeons. Um, I would put them at very enjoyable. Um, I don't cringe when I see them like I would when I saw Heroic Stonecore come up or... What's wrong with Heroic Stonecore? <sighs> um, and then, or Grim Batal. Uh, so, I mean, they're they're challenging, but... It's just that one boss in Grim Batal. Yeah, pretty much. And you can bypass him pretty easy. Well, the second boss was also, if people could not figure out how to not stand in the flame shield of fire, that hey. was kind of annoying. Yeah, you, have, you, <laughs> you haven't time. seen that fight. No, yet. I that haven't. Yeah, seen that one yet. You want to talk about don't stand in the fire? It's not like little gentle flames licking up from the floor. Yeah. It is a flamethrower jet in your face. And if you can't figure out don't stand there, you need to play a different it, game. I mean, both of them are throwbacks towards 
BC type instances that you don't go in thinking you're going to do this in a half hour. Right. I mean, they're they're longer time commitments, but I, no, I like them. They're good. Now, I'm very interested in uh, when I first logged in after 4.1 and didn't real didn't look closely at the yeah. dungeon finder, kept finding myself thrown into them. So actually tried to pug my way into ZG a little bit uh-huh. and instantly regretted it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the whole normal challenge of Arch Nemesis equals not a lot of time right. to commit to the longer dungeons. Long dungeon, yeah. So we have to make a special effort to say, okay, children are in bed. Right. Now. Nothing else I need to be doing right now. Let's get in there quick before yeah. I fall asleep. Exactly. Now. Now. Now it's strike. Strike. The iron is hot. Oh, we missed it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what happened. Which would explain why I have not seen the inside of those right. ones. Right. Yeah. But well, that's why we keep Grail around. Yep. We'll work it through. We'll get there eventually. All right, who's got next? I, I have okay. shout-outs. You go. To all of the people who came to the dance party today, starting with White Tempest and moving on to Diane. And uh, let's see. Love Machine is here and Copy is here. Sean Caster made it. Uh, Gwen is here, although not active. Uh, and uh, Snow Scar, of all people, who is working on a final... While he is uh, listening. Of course. Of um, course. And Barry VA is here, of course. And Elton Q is also here. So, small dance party. Very, very cool. I'm so glad you guys made it. And up to the point um, where Barry VA was active again and Sean Caster showed up, it was an all-female mm. dance party. Oh. At least uh, via tunes. Via tunes. Yeah. Women. Yes. Yeah. The other women. Go, right, I have one here. This is called uh, Guild Advice. Hi, Casually Hardcore. I'm in need of some advice. I've just been promoted to First Legion in my guild, a.k.a. I'm one level lower than the Guildmaster, who is sadly offline right now due to health reasons, so she put me in charge. But I'm a bit out of my depth here. We are a small guild, level four. And what would you say are some of the things I could do to get the guild rolling on well... Rolling but, on well. Rolling on well, but also things we can do together while there are, our mini leader is away, our, our leader is away. Sadly, we don't raid. Hope you can help. Idina, level 84, Night Elf Hunter, Terracar, EU. The 4.1 added some nice things where you can set the dun- guild dungeon challenges. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so that, that's a very obvious place to start yeah. there. There's some great... Guild XP rewards. If you, I'm not, I'm not been a GM. I don't know what the interface is like to actually Set turn on the challenges. They just automatically on, as far as I can tell. Okay, Ooh. yeah, I haven't looked that closely at it, but I don't like, know. You could even adjust it. <laughs> I know when, when we were in our guild run the other night um, for Stonecourt. At the end of it, we got the right. dungeon uh, you know, seven of seven yeah. reward. We're like. Yay? Yeah. Okay, we didn't even realize we were doing that. You can get, yeah, and it it goes across, doesn't matter what level you are, because we've gotten that for our lower characters at, like, level 70 running Ukar Keep, we've gotten... So as long as it's a guild run... As long as it's a guild run. And these are weekly things that just automatically reset? Yeah. And they just give the guild bonus XP? They give you, like, yeah, a ton of XP and then some money into your guild bank. Your guild bank. Nice. Yeah. So it it, it helps. I mean, it really... some of the questions would be, how many guildmates do you normally right. have on on a given night? Are you talking, you have 15 or you have five? Do you have the most likely six or seven, which mm-hmm. means you have to then kind of divide up? Because, um, I mean, really, in the game, in terms of doing stuff together, there's always you can hang out on vent when everybody's doing their own thing. Right. But in terms of stuff you can do, you're either running instances, you're running battlegrounds, or you're raiding. Or you're going for ridiculous achievements like the Critter yeah. Kill Squad. Or but something. that's kind of like doing your own thing than right. just hanging out on vent. 
So, I mean, really, it's one of those three things is what you'd have to do. PvP is the most flexible in terms of the number of people you have. Uh, P, you know, obviously, though, if you got enough to do uh, dungeon runs, then do dungeon runs. Yeah, I would, well, inv- I would investigate the, the guild system, especially since 4.1, and what things you can do to advance your guild's level. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's also, fun. they were talking about uh, needing, like, mats and things, so you can farm and make sure everybody's profession levels are up yeah. and ask them to work and farm and put things into the guild bank and have everything... Have both money and materials ready and waiting when your guildmaster returns. Also, if your guildmaster is going to be away for a long time, then you might investigate. You know how you're going to help keep the guild progressing. Mm-hmm. You know, do you need any more authority? Also, if, if especially if you're a smaller and you're a lower level guild, then you may very well have people who are having complete professions, and you can team people up with complementary pre- pre- professions. So put the herbalists and the alchemists together and go power level them. Yeah. Right. Or power level each other, and then you wind up with a guild bank full of potions as well. Right. right. Same thing with uh, miners and jewel crafters, miners and enchanters. Um, miners and uh, blacksmiths, you mean? Yeah, so. Yeah. Also, if you do it, if you got people that are into role play, you can create your own, you know, imaginary storylines and stuff yep. like that and go, you know, run with it. Make the yes. game that way. So, you Most know, it depends on really what, what your folks are into doing. What floats what your floats proverbial MMO boat. Yeah. All right. I have... How far back are we going as far as dates? Just one week. Okay. We, we were it's on, been we were back one there. week since <laughs> we looked at it. Yep. <sighs> so, so, so we've already looked at the ones for the first, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Darn. <laughs> well... Why there was the, one that no, shot, one that left I don't out think we did the one you were looking at. The ultimate question? Yeah, we didn't do that one. I have no recollection, so Gwen, run with it. Red pill, blue pill. Yes. It's from the Matrix. The Matrix. I Would know. you choose okay. red pill or blue pill? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take them that both. That kind of defeats the purpose, I think. <laughs> Who knows what would happen? If you this took both. Yeah. Yeah. This if they true. give you ruled paper, write the, the other, other way. way. Write the other yeah. way. Yes. Yeah, Just because you've only offered me two choices doesn't mean that those are my only choices. Yes, I know. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue, blue pill? pill. <laughs> I don't know. I told him to the take red that pill. red pill and shove it. <laughs> I'd have taken the red pill, but that's just me. Uh-huh. I remember some webcomic or other explored that exact thing where they're doing the whole Neo thing with yeah. Morpheus and scoops them both up, eats them, and I forget what the punchline outcome was. Oh, man. All right, I have one here. Doctor Who spoilers. Hey, Casually Hardcore crew, just a bit of feedback. I love your show, and I often play it live on my iDevice while running errands on Sunday. Last week, I had to quickly cut off the show when you warned there were going to be spoilers for that week's Doctor Who and had to wait for the podcast to finish. I cut my cable TV a few years ago to save money, and I still get Doctor Who via Amazon On Demand. I didn't even realize that was an option. They don't release till sometime the next day, so I don't normally see it till Sunday night. Just a thought, but how about a 72-hour rule on TV spoilers for people who live... Who on live their on their TiVos, TiVos and, and such. <laughs> that from True Light on Scenarius US. Yeah, that's, that's a reasonable expectation. Uh, I we, think a 72-hour least... rule, yeah. We could do that. We've been kind on, on Game of Thrones. You guys have been really nice on yeah. that one. So mm-hmm. 
it's a, uh, I don't see any problem with putting that kind of rule in place. Well, I haven't had time to watch this week's Doctor Who anyway, so. Yeah. Can't spoil it <laughs> for you, you as badly as I want yeah. to. I live for these things. Well, oh, we could yes. just make it up. <laughs> we, could just, worse. we could just make crap up and have people go, oh my God, the spoilers, and then have them be totally wrong. That sounds like work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that does kind of You have to make work. it convincing. Yes, yeah, so uh, I sometimes <laughs> rewrite the ending to stories that I don't like the ending of the story. I'll rewrite it and make it my own. Like Alien 3? Actually, that's the I one. wouldn't have even <laughs> yeah. started yeah. that movie. You just <laughs> erased like, the whole thing. Yeah. Racy, racy, race. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I am curious to see what uh, the uh, Ridley Scott project that was originally going to be the alien prequel and then became something completely other mm-hmm. but apparently still brushes up against the alien universe well what now that, what that turns out to be well, yeah. speaking of ridley scott i've been catching up watching different series of of shows on netflix now that i can download whole seasons at a time because netflix instant view totally rocks right and um numbers i've been watching numbers which That's is scott Rid- which is yeah the scott brothers working together and it was it's actually quite good I'm enjoying the series. I'm about halfway through season two. It's got Mr. And, Universe uh, in it. And it's good. Yeah, from... Uh, mm. Serenity. Serenity, yes. And uh, oh, it's good. Oh, yes, it does. That took, didn't originally yes, leap out I of you? I forgot yeah. about that. No, it didn't. But I, I have enjoyed it very much. I don't think when Numbers came out, I had seen Serenity, Serenity so, yet. So Serenity would have been, hey, it's the guy from Numbers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, that totally didn't even register either, but... Well, he's in a slightly different role in Serenity. Yes, yeah. he is. Creepy Mr. Universe. Yes. With his love bot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not I'm committed weird, to my uh, love bot. Yes. yes. <laughs> Zoe, you vixen, stop falling in love with me. <laughs> I'm yeah. afraid. I'm scared to figure out what uh, Natural Nemesis has gotten herself into over there in the kitchen. Yeah. <sighs> but well, no. she's not eating dog food, so. Hey, it's an improvement. Yeah, that's a good start. Right. Parenting. She has this unnatural draw to the dog dish. No, no. Mm. It is simply something that is on her level yeah. that she can reach. That the dog that seems is... terribly interested in. So, hey, let me check it out. Exactly. Yes. This must be good. Yes, so we've nom, pulled nom, dog nom, food nom. Out, of her ho- out of her mouth already. Mm-hmm. Let me try this. Nom, what is nom, this? Nom, nom, nom. nom. <sighs> She's worked her way back around the, around the edge of the kitchen there. Army crawl. Uh, uh, uh. Look at that. Look at that. She All can right. foxhole with the best of them. Look at that crawl. My goodness. So, You're a good girl. Fast forwarding to the general nerdiness segment, since we are light on emails. Yep. Yes, the show are. at alphageekradio.com. The show at alphageekradio.com for next week, people. Mm-hmm. Gwen, you have a new toy. Uh, I do have a new toy. One of us. Yeah. One of us. So last, not this past Friday, Friday before that, I was out and about. And had lunch with you. Yo! Shout out and to uh, Sahara. Yes, shout out to Sahara. Nom, 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 <laughs> favorite Middle Eastern restaurant. Bring it on. Um, and somehow in the conversation managed to mention to you that I was due for an upgrade. On your phone. On my phone. Well, I saw you attempting to text with your Triassic phone, so I said... Yes, mm. that is two and a half years old. Uh, yeah. Cretaceous. Got therefore, yeah, therefore got Triassic. It, got, it right yes. back after, got it right after I got back from Iraq. And... Um, I was thinking, yeah, it's time for a new phone. And you mentioned to me, hey, did because you I have, because I'm like the only person on the planet that has AT and T, um, mentioned that AT and T now had iPhone 3GSs for fifty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to two or three hundred dollars for an iPhone four, right? So I thought, hmm, 
we'll have to look into that because I didn't know, and neither did you at the time, if it was just month, you could continue month to month, which would have been awesome, or if you had to do a two-year commitment, which wouldn't have been bad either because I don't really have too much of an issue with AT&T, data caps notwithstanding. Yeah. Um, So I went over there and checked it out after I'd left you at the restaurant, and um, it was a two-year commitment. Shocking. But I thought, okay, whatever, 50 bucks for an iPhone. That's to get myself into a smartphone. That's pretty good. So then I had gone and done a couple of other things and decided, you know what, what the heck, I'm going to go over there and let's get the phone. So as I'm leaving for the house, I'm looking for my Triassic phone and cannot find it. It has gone the way oh. of the dinosaurs. Yep. I lost it. I <laughs> it, it, no... it went and hid in the oil. <laughs> yeah, found a tar pit. <laughs> yep, found the La Brea tar pits and yep. disappeared. And I have really seriously, I have no idea, no idea what I did with it. Oh, no. Well, it wasn't so much the phone. It, it, the phone wasn't really the issue. It was contacts. all my contacts. Yeah. My entire life was on that phone Ugh. in terms of getting in touch with people. I didn't put calendars or anything in there in it. But, uh, yeah, all my phone numbers, because that's the only phone I have. I don't have a home phone anymore. So I says, well, I guess I'm really going over to AT&T and getting an iPhone now. So I went and got the iPhone 3GS and an OtterBox. Nice. Of which I've already nice. had one iPhone four years ago. Dude, the whole point is to make it thin. And I'm like, no, the whole point is to armor it nine ways to Sunday so that I don't break it. Right, right. So I get the nice rubberized one that's got the polycarbonate that, that inserts protects in it. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they gave me the belt clip and everything, but I'm kind of not the belt clip kind of guy. So I left that at home and I just throw it in my pocket. But I've had a lot of fun downloading apps. Oh, Gwen, what apps? Do tell. What was oh, your yes. first acquisition? I fart. <laughs> Thank you, I I fart. Why did I know that was coming? (laughs) And I even bought the two expansions for it. It was great. (laughs) You can expand upon the idea. They have have expansions for iFarts. They have food-based ones and food-based, holiday-based, Christmas Christmas farts, and they have movie-themed farts. Wow. That is awesome. Like Raging Butt. (laughs) Just as an example. No. Hold it up to the mic. No, I won't. Okay, so the second app that I got was Galcon, which has come in handy already. So I've got I've got my B of A, I've got USAA, I've got AT and T, I've got a random noise generator for sleeping that just white noise beaches. Nice. I've got one that's – I had actually bought this before because I thought it was a Mac app and found out after I bought it that it wasn't. It's called Couch to 5K. It's a nine-week program going from your couch to running a 5K. Nice. Which I thought was cool. I have the Facebook app. Um, I have some food apps. Ooh, Urban Spoon rules. Yes, Urban, <laughs> Urban, Spoon, is Urban Spoon is very, yeah. very fun, yes. So I have that. I have the in and out burger um, secret menu or I don't know if it's got that on it. Oh, I'll have to look wow. and see if I can find that one. And then I've got one called uh, – called uh it's called munchy madness and it's for cheeseburger pizza and and sandwiches and you push the button and it gives you one choice yeah so if you're just in the mood for i just want to hear just find me a burger place right Mm -hmm. that's close by you push that and it'll give you a burger place no cool and see that leverages the the big 
feature of the newer devices is that they are location aware. Yes. Right. As soon as the device knows where it is, all kinds of interesting things become possible. Yes. So right. I have, That's, it's con- the first I stage have, of context aware. I have, mm-hmm. a, locations. I have a Tide app for checking tides. Which is very important in the Sonoran Desert. Yes, it is. But when yeah. I go when I go fly fishing in saltwater, it becomes very important. Ah. I have a star chart, which is actually really cool. Um, mm-hmm. That one's actually a lot of fun. Yes, the star charts are, and and you have to have the the locator and the, the yes, GPS I've and already, everything yeah, on to be able to do the star it. charts. It's really cool. Um, let's see. I got I got Pro Kayak Pro because I've already found out that yeah, I like free apps, but I don't really like the ads in the free mm-hmm. apps. Uh, right. And then gateway drug. Yeah. I have an alarm clock thing. I have Gas Buddy, which is very cool. What does Gas Buddy do? Gas I buddy. thought iFart would have covered that. No. <laughs> Not gas from my truck. Or at least truck. an expansion uh, Sorry, I haven't, I haven't converted my truck over to methane yet. Expanding gases? Yes, exactly. No, you can go into gasbuddy.com, and it has your location, and it will show you the closest gas station. Nice. And it will also show you the cheapest gas station ah. that's close to you. Awesome. Nice. I think, and uh, what you can do, it's all user-entered stuff, mm-hmm. and they give you like 150 points every time, every time you enter something in there. And then if when you get to 1,000 points, they put you in the drawing every week for a $250 gas card. Nice. Mm. nice. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's actually so very cool. Barry has asked in the IRC, have you put your authenticator on there yet? Yes, I have. Yes. Oh, nice. That was the other thing. Um, let's see. I have another one that's very cool. It's called Keyring. Um, where you can take all of your grocery store rewards cards and scan them into your iPhone. Yes. Oh, cool. It's like the coolest thing ever. So I have all my grocery store rewards cards in here. Nice. So you don't have to carry them on your key ring. Exactly. Now Hmm. I'm still saving the cards like my REI card Mm -hmm. for my membership there. I have that in here and I have all kinds of, yeah. That's actually a very cool app. I have a couple of scanners in here. I've got Red Laser and I've got Scan. Scan is just for QRs, mm-hmm. and Red Laser does everything else. Um, you can scan UPC codes with it, right? And it will then jump online and show you where you can buy it cheaper. Nice. Which I thought was kind of neat. Um, and then I have Wow apps. Go Let's back see. There's a couple page. that I don't. There's a couple you've got that I absolutely don't have. See, that's the thing I'm finding get. out is you can go to other yeah. iPhone users and go, okay, what have you got that I don't have? Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah, I um, would recommend Shazam. I do have the Wow Armory. I have the mobile authenticator, and I also have the Murloc translator. Nice. The the what what? The Murloc translator. The who what? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. So you listen to the Murloc sound in-game, and it translates it for you? Let me turn my sound on real quick. Uh, I started this topic. Yes. I have only myself to blame. Yes, you do. All right. You should have, uh, you know, reviewed what was installed on the phone. Do it yet. Okay. Uh, Hang on, he's got to press it. Murloc is broken. <laughs> See, let me help you. Translate this. <laughs> See, you can only go English to Murloc. Oh, oh. Yes. So I, it's kind of limited, but it's still kind of fun. So I put in "hello, nomize," and it's going to say. That sounds suspiciously wow. like... And it, see, it even spells it out for you. It's totally stupid, I know, but it was a free app, and it was easily amused. Murgle, I guess there's just an RNG built behind that. Yeah, exactly. It does have a nice 3D rendering of a Murloc. And I have a grocery list in here, too, that just does grocery lists. And it certainly says beer, 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 toilet paper, beer. Pretty much. Right. So the only thing about this one is it does ads, and so I want to go out and spend the $3 and buy the updated version. Excellent. 
So uh, apps I would recommend, ones that you won't need, actually, the first one is the Kindle app. Because um, uh, yeah, I know well, you're a Nook. Oh, that's the one I do owner. need is the one for the Nook. Yeah. Oh, they have one. I was, I was curious I know. About that. That's what yeah, I need to put that one. on okay, here. Thank so, you for reminding me. So uh, the Kindle app, I have an app called IMAP My Run. Um, which is an oh, awesome, heard, which is an awesome that. one that actually takes your run or your walk or whatever you're doing, and it it's a pedometer and it actually maps it out Ooh, on the map itself. Okay. And if you want, it can also post it to Facebook or to, it can tweet it or oh, it can do whatever you want. Cool. So you can send right, it we'll to have people. To talk more about that. Uh, then um, I've got Skype on here. Uh, I've got for business. I've got a WebEx tool. I've got our Sling Player on here. I've got Netflix. Um, I have uh, Shazam. See, I, I would strongly recommend that. Shazam? Shazam grabs a segment of a song that you're listening to and tells you who the artist is and what the name of the song is and where you can go buy it. You hold the phone up Hold to the, the phone music. up and it oh, picks it out. And, cool. it actually, and it actually can hear it and make it out in a very noisy atmosphere. Yeah. So you're at a bar or you're in a really loud and you're hearing That's a song cool, and you're like, I love this song and it grabs it Christmas and it's really song good. that they play on the local alternative station that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But every year when they play it, I can, they play it in the middle of a bunch of songs right. and they never tell me who sings it. Shazam would be your friend. And so I'll get it just for that purpose. And then I love uh, GPS Drive is actually the GPS program that I use on here. That's uh-huh. really nice. Um, oh, I've got my Garmin, so I don't really worry then, about that too much. Yeah. Um, it's better than the, the built-in maps one. And then, oh gosh, the I'm trying to think of. Uh, the other ones, there's just little games. Um, they're almost like kind of, they're girl games, though. They're like Bejeweled type stuff. Oh. So I've got a, crowd, a game a called Tetris Kraut. App. If that's I could really find a good Tetris cool. app. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obvious fit is obvious yeah yeah yeah. but yeah i definitely of course i've got the twitter app and everything else but yeah we definitely need to do app comparison (laughs) not not the rest of it not online (laughs) yeah so i'm actually having a lot of fun with it i mean it's not an iphone 4 but the way i looked at it is it's a good way for me to get into a smartphone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i had heard that they were i was kind of waiting for the iphone 5s and you and I had this discussion. They're delayed till the end of the Friday. year, at least. And I heard October. I'm hearing now the end of the year. I'm hearing even next year. They mm-hmm. did because they don't want to have an iPhone come out right after all the people for Verizon bought fours. Yeah. Which, all right, I got to give them credit. Yeah. That actually makes sense, and I'm actually honestly kind of surprised that Apple's doing that instead of making the grab for. They're not. The they're not hurting for money. Oh, yeah. I understand that. Steve Jobs pretty much prints his own money. I get that, but. It's nice to – that was refreshing to hear that, that, oh, we're not going to totally screw our customers. Well, it's also a matter of the, the you know, list of potential features for the iPhone 5 is not all not that impressive. Great, yeah. It incrementally oh, I hadn't faster heard any processor of that uh, and the faster processor and uh, a faster processor yeah. and I think maybe a better, a better camera. camera. Yeah. That's the big one that people want to yeah, see. That's the not... one thing about this that I'm really not impressed with. Oh, yeah. Is mm-hmm. I could take better pictures on my old on my old phone. iPhones oh. have notoriously been – substandard cameras well yeah, this is and, i'm not and even with a, i got a camera app and even mm-hmm. with the camera app i'm not really impressed yeah. with it's the hardware yeah yeah, yeah. No, i will I'm say not that, really that with it. the the retina display on the four is phenomenal the display capability right. on the screen right. is really phenomenal the camera not so great well, compared right. to where i was coming but, from this is a big step up anyway oh, yes. yeah. it's not a retina display oh, but welcome phenomenal. to the 21st century right yeah, exactly. and the nice thing about this is i am i mean i actually go in and read before I download the apps, mm-hmm. I actually go in and read oh. everything. Mm-hmm. Audible. Make sure you download Audible, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I go in and actually read the reviews, and there are a lot of people who say, well, okay, for example, the alarm clock that I got was better. It's called Better Clock, and that's all it does is, is an alarm clock. 
and I don't remember if I was talking to you about this or not. Yes, there's, a, there's a lot of people who go in and complain about not just this one, all the alarm clock apps. Give them one star because they're like, well. It didn't wake me up. It didn't wake me up because it ran my battery out because I wanted to have it in a place where I could leave the phone unplugged. Okay. The first thing that I learned about this phone was that if you start playing around with the apps, the battery right. life is Nothing. crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, that's because you people well, it's can't a work one, when the batteries are dead. It's exactly. A, it's and a one-day, one-app kind That's of why they were giving the app one star because they were like, well, I was setting whoa, it up whoa, so whoa, that it would wake me, up, wake me up off of iPhone. And I know, opinion be, on the internet was wrong? And, 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 and I, I set it up so that it would wake me up with iTunes and it was on. And I had all this stuff going and it drained the battery after six hours and it didn't wake me up. Because I, I was, was too late, stupid to plug it in. And I was late for work. Oh, you're home. Exactly. You're home, moron. Plug it in and then set it out and then set a backup alarm because that was the first thing that I did with this. The nice thing, I actually went on the developer's website for this and left them a comment on this, which I never, ever do. And the only issue I have with this has three different alarms in it. And when you push on one of the alarms, it says repeat daily. Mm-hmm. I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. I don't want to set this daily. <laughs> right. I want to set this either Monday through Friday and I just shut it off Friday. Or I want to set it Monday through Thursday. So I sent them. Right. I sent to them, hey, for your next version, it would be cool if we had some kind of a slider bar or a push button menu or something like that where I could actually custom pick the days that this alarm went off. Right. right. That would be really sweet. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard back from them. I don't really expect to, but... Watch for the next version. Well, exactly. Right. That's what I'm going to do is watch for the next version and see if they actually did that. And then I can say, ooh, I had something to do with that. Welcome ooh. to Apple, Gwen. I know. From the Black Void, via the amazing Barry Vaughn Awesome, we have some shout-outs from Sean Caster, because it wouldn't be an episode without, without it. Sean Caster. Yeah. Shout-out to my guild, Knights of the Round on Oldman, <laughs> U.S. From Dragon AZ, shout out to my guild, Phase 2 of Blades Edge for downing Magma on 25 Heroic. Nice. Blades Edge US. And from Iduma, uh, Idiuma, shout out please to my guild, Dogs Soldiers are of Terracar EU for just being <laughs> awesome. <laughs> just All right. Flat out awesomeness. They are, they, if you were looking for awesome, it's apparently on Terracar EU. Well, we have um, to thank. The people who actually created the May 8, 2011 research thread entitled the Ganked in the Middle East edition. That would be Fangs and lots of Fangs. Boba Fetish and Sakulian and Deus Ex and Barry VA and more Fangs. And that's um, what we will lead our next segment with when we return. Woo-hoo! By the way, I love the title, guys. Good job. <laughs> Not touching that. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We've got some Jesse Cox from previous year's WoW Idol. This one is called Raid With Me. We'll be back right after this. One tier above you, grinding away. I 
I'm Octail. I am Gnomewise. And you are listening to VTWProductions.com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio as we cruise into our general nerdiness segment. And as usual, as previously mentioned, we have our research team to thank for providing us with rich, fertile fodder from which to speak. And we have stuff from our friends at Blizzard. And I normally am a little more uh, cynical about these, but this time Blizzard has actually gone with the 100% donation. So they have put a non-combat pet on the Blizzard store for Japan Tsunami Relief. Mm -hmm. So you can get the Scenarian Hatchling, which used to be limited only to trading card game. Uh, uh, actually, that was the Hippogriff Hatchling. This is named differently, although the graphic is identical. Right. They've basically they've retooled the, the graphic. Yeah. And you can p- give money to them in, in this time instead of the 50-50 yeah. split like they did previously with the Pandaren Monk. They actually will take 100% of the money you give them and put it towards Japan's tsunami relief. Which... Kudos for that. Right. It's just a shame they gave one of the ugliest looking pets yes. that I've ever seen. You got something against Toucan Sam? Oh, my God. Follow your nose. It always knows. Yeah, knows when an ugly pet's on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was really torn on that one. I was like, oh, that's great that they're putting 100% finally over to it. But at the same time, you're like, ugh. 
but you're going to give me that? that? I'll just text. I'll just send ten bucks to the Red Cross, <laughs> which is yeah, absolutely an option you can explore. Let him besmirching my pokeballs. Oh, I see. <laughs> let's let's talk more about your balls then, shall hey. we? <laughs> Since you brought them I'm up on the kind air, kind of a big deal. He, he is kind of a big. I said my pokeballs. Poke, you want me to poke your balls? What? Hey, I'm just saying. Oh my god! Do I know God. you? Cough. Know? Yes, turn your yeah. head first. Cough. Yeah, give me some more of that forgetting drug first, please. <laughs> Twilight sleep. All right, Wee. I. Uh, I have one that's in there as well. That's in the in the little wow section that they posted, and that was that the Smithsonian has picked its games of its art of video games exhibit. Which I found very interesting that that that, that even existed at the Smithsonian. Um, well, it's the Smithsonian. They try and find all of the cool things, and they're trying not to just be the cool things eighteen hundred and before. Right. <laughs> you know. So this comes to us via Kotaku. Yep. The games are split into five eras, each focusing on a generation of gaming. Mm -hmm. uh, Smithsonian was egalitarian in its selection, leaving very few consoles unrepresented. Um, each game was selected to represent the gameplay and the artistic style of its generation. But, you know, some of the classifications don't exactly match what you would expect in terms of, of classifications made by people who actually play the games. Um, and so, you know, Fable and Shenmue are adventure <coughs> games, SimCity is a strategy game, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So they've got the whole list in there. Um, and they picked, it was inter it's interesting to me that they picked like 1943 Battle of Midway um, when the classic was Battlefield 1942. Well, no, that one is, so, the Battle of Midway is a different game. It's yeah. not one okay. of the part yes. of the Battlefield series. It's not part of the Battlefield. Okay. It's actually a very early video game, as I recall. Well, they said eras, different eras right. of no, no, no. things, though. So. I like the fact that they've gone back to you know, what you would refer to the primitive yeah, but some video of, game. Some of these games, as I'm looking down the top of the thing, is or the list, some of these games are not PC games and are not console games. Afterburner right. was a stand-up video game. Right. This is just okay. sit down. video game. As yeah. was yeah. 1943, The Battle of Midway, because I okay. remember playing that. Right. So they've picked it, and it's it's they must be classifying it as as like a console. Um, if they free, if it's a, a stand up if it's a freestanding arcade game, right? right. Um, I didn't see actually freestanding arcade actually mentioned up here, so it just depends on well, how they're well, classifying things. Well, I was going to say things. they got Pac Man in here; they'd kind of have to have that. Yep. Yeah, space. They've invaders. got Diablo two in here. They've got actually several of Blizzard's. Wow, they've probably got. You know, they've got Diablo, and they've got Wow. They've probably got um, 50 or 60 games in here. Oh, yeah. The, the, mm -hmm. They're not doing this small. They're, they are no. attempting Mine, to capture the interest of the yeah. entire wow, uh, industry. Wow, they've got Zaxxon on here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they have the original Portal on Of course. Here, yeah. You know, this, so they've done, it, they, they are definitely running the gamut in terms of the history of video games at this point. Oh, um, the girl I'm dating. Yes. Mm -hmm. She gets geek cred for this. Okay. When she gets an email on her phone. What does it play? Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Point in the column. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can stay. That's good. So, yeah, the uh, we mentioned earlier, you know, the whole nerds becoming mainstream thing. Well, the Smithsonian has taken note of our little industry. Here you go. Yeah. Just a little bit. How many billions are we pushing wow, around these Minecraft days? Minecraft is in there. Mist is in there. Halo 2, mm -hmm. but not Halo. No. <laughs> Interesting. Well... From an artistic standpoint, that makes sense. Ooh, Golden Marvel. Eye, oh, 007. God, yes. oh, yeah. Marble Classic. Madness. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. Sid Meier's Pirates. The the list is fun to read. Yeah. Yes. And we'll include it in That's the show one. notes as Definitely well. Definitely a... Oh, there's Just Donkey. from a nostalgia. There's, there's Donkey Kong. Is Lemmings okay. in there anywhere? Lemmings needs to be uh, in there. No. Legend um, of Zelda. No, they've only got one in the L. <sighs> Which That's is... That's a Lord of the Rings game. Well, uh, they also have got, if you count uh, down in the T's, they've got those, and they've got almost all of the Legend of Zeldas in there. Well, that's not true. Yeah, they've one, got two, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, they do have five. Five of the Zelda series in there. So, yeah, and this was a public vote as well. Oh, right. You know what? Wasn't they wasn't picked have, by like, a curator. They don't have any of the Ultimas yep. on here. Mm. No. There's, well, I mean, again, though, you're thinking from an artistic standpoint. Right. This is true. The Ultimas up until the later ones six got a little more pretty bleh. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. All right, here's one to, for me to throw out there for you guys to discuss. Oh, art of video games. Okay. From neowin.net. Okay. AT&T. Our users wanted yeah. data cast. Yeah, <laughs> that one. It was only <laughs> that was why sp- I said what I said earlier. It was only a few days ago that AT&T instituted the data caps on their broadband connections. But speaking on the situation, AT&T's Mark Seigel proclaimed that it was the end user. It is what the end user had asked for and referred to the capping as generous i'll explain more on that in a minute because i know what the plans are since i just signed up for one while it is hard to believe that any customer would ask for their unlimited connection to be capped and then forced to pay if they go over the limit that is exactly what at&t is claiming they state that customer feedback according to cnn cited that users wanted the individuals that consume more to pay more at&t states our approach is based on customers feedback and, of course, an advertisement just popped up in front of the article. <laughs> they told us that the people who use the most should pay more, and they also told us that we should make it easy for them to track their usage. We think our approach addresses these concerns. Okay, AT&T, people saying that guys that are destroying their experience on the network should pay more is not saying, I want my connection capped. Right. You're misinterpreting the data the way you want to. Right. Sure. What you ask the customers Profit. is... Well, you ask the customers, would you like your service to be fast and reliable all the time? And they answered, yes. And yeah. you construed that to mean, well, good. We'll do that by capping and making sure that people don't go using too much information. Right. And it goes on to say, what is not known, how the information was communicated mm-hmm. to AT&T. Specifically, what question did they post to gain such feedback? Exactly. If they sent out a survey that asked, do you believe that the top 2% of broadband users should pay more than the remaining 98%, then of course you will hear customers ask for higher premium to that demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, further, if AT&T were truly worried about their broadband, and I thought this was a really good point, about their broadband being overrun by heavy downloading, why aren't, they cons- why aren't consumers using their cap being re- aren't, or using under the cap being rewarded for their efforts or at min- minimum given rollover data as they do with their cellular service? Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I have the rollover, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. AT&T needs to be honest and call the caps what it is, a tax on users to pad their bottom line. Well, that will never happen. They're trying to cover it up by saying users requested the data caps. And I totally agree with that. Because yeah. they've got a two, two, 200-megabyte plan, and then they've got a 2-gigabyte plan. This is on the wireless data. On their wireless. This is right. their wired data. Oh, these are, this is for oh. their hardline connections is what this is referring oh, to. Oh, for broadband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Never mind then because I don't. Wireless have, data yeah. you know, have been – they quickly got over calling stuff unlimited because they got busted. Yeah. Because right. they, they always had caps in place and they were just secret caps. Right. That you would only run afoul of after you went over the secret cap. Ah, and they charged and, you extra for it. And people took them to court and said, this thing that you had me sign when I signed it that says the word unlimited on it, and you're saying I've gone over the upper limit, um, one of these things is not right. like the others. Right. So they've 
since gotten a lot more honest in their uh, advertising of the wireless plans. And I understand the need for, especially when the wireless networks were young and developing, you, know, you, you could really annihilate a lot of cu- customers' experiences by being one jerk that was sucking down way too hard on the tiny, right. tiny little drinking straw of a oh, pipe. Chicka wow wow. Oh, chicka bow wow. Yeah. Nice. But they are doing very generous caps, and they are very generous caps because they're just getting the systems in place, and you right. just watch as those numbers will get smaller and smaller and smaller. It's the frog in the boiling water thing where yeah. you warm it up slowly, and we get used to the fact that the caps, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, our cap is you know two gigabytes a month for a residential, and then ten dollars per gigabyte thereafter, and we wonder how we got there. <laughs> well, this is how it's always been. No, yeah. I remember. This is how it's always been. Okay, then. See gas prices. Exactly. <laughs> I was actually sitting at the gas pump, paying way, way too much, remembering the days of my youth when it was eighty nine nine was the yeah. Per gallon for you know regular leaded fuel. I would uh, with the uh, anti knock compound in settle it. Settle for a buck twenty. I'd settle for anything with a buck in front of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really, at this point. Yeah, indeed. All right, I have an interesting one here. Hit it. New evidence that caffeine is a helpful o- antioxidant in Ooh. coffee. Woohoo! In coffee. In Notice coffee. how it says no. that. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad well, I don't drink they, coffee. They focused on coffee, but scientists are reporting an in-depth analysis of how caffeine in coffee, tea, and other foods seems to protect against conditions such as Alzheimer's disease and heart disease on the most fundamental levels. The report, which describes the chemistry behind the caffeine's antioxidant effects, appears in the ACS, uh, the Journal of Physical Chemistry B. Uh, basically, it goes on to say that it appears to track down some of the free radicals that are harmful in your body and uh, takes care of them. However, scientists know little about exactly how caffeine works in scavenging these so-called free radicals and have dam- that have damaging effects to the body. Nom, 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 nom. And those few studies sometimes have reached contradictory conclusions. In an effort to bolster scientific knowledge about caffeine, they presented a detailed theoretical calculation on caffeine's interactions with free radicals. The theoretical conclusions show excellent consistency with the rest of, or the results of other scientists have reported reported from animal and other experiments, bolstering the likelihood that caffeine is indeed a source of healthful uh, antioxidant activity, which you can find in a lovely cup of joe. Grail, you are my new best friend. I know. How Woo-hoo! cool is that? Coffee is, is coffee I'm going to go you. brew myself a pot right now. Exactly. It's, oh, right. It's like the people that determine wine is healthy for you. <laughs> You're like... Beautiful. They already <laughs> did. I know. That's what yeah. I mean. It's like the <laughs> like, same well, thing. Glass of red wine. So, like, take wine in the morning, co- or coffee in the morning, wine at night. <laughs> wine <laughs> like, in the morning, morning wine at night. night. <laughs> yeah, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee. See, yeah, the wine. They refer to like serving size, kind of like get a magnum. And just, right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. if, if some is good, more must be better. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So you know, go venti. <laughs> That's what yeah. What's the one? What's the ridiculously large size that they added? Oh, I forgot. It's yeah. Beyond venti. Yes. Oh jeez. Like I don't remember. We mocked it a couple of months ago. Yeah. But yeah, they uh. You wonder if, like, was this study commissioned by Starbucks by any chance? <laughs> or, like, like Juan sh- Valdez? Juan Valdez, that's <laughs> Picking the coffee bean by bean by bean. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have one. You go. Okay. 
Uh, this is, uh, I was talking to you guys about it actually during the break. NASA announces results of epic space-time experiment. Epic. Which, by the way, the words used by some of the scientists in the article simply make me say, yes, the gamers have reached every generation. It, I'm surprised they didn't just call it purples. <laughs> So May 4th, 2011, Einstein was right again. There is a space-time vortex around the Earth, and its shape precisely matches the predictions of Einstein's theory of gravity. 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 Oh, my God. We're doing well. Gravity. Researchers researchers confirmed these points at a press conference today at NASA headquarters where they announced the long-awaited results of Gravity Probe B, GPB. The space-time around Earth... GPB? Isn't that the date rape drug? Stop. Um, the space-time around Earth appears to be distorted just as general relativity predicts, says Stanford University physicist, physicist Francis Everett, principal investigator of the Gravity Probe B mission. This is an epic result, adds Clifford Will of University, Washington University in St. Louis. An expert in Einstein's theories, Will chairs an independent panel of the National Research Council set up by NASA in 1998 to monitor and review the results of the Gravity Probe B. One day, he predicts this will be written up in textbooks as one of the classic experiments in the history of physics. Actually, it'll be written up online in the online textbooks since printed textbooks, bye-bye. No, not bad, so bad, much, bad. yeah. Um, but but the idea is that because the Earth is is a heavy object in space, and not only that, but it actually spins, it creates a small distortion in space-time around it. Hmm. Um, and it does match up to Einstein's theories. It's a note in the, hey, we've actually seen something that, that can prove what, we, what he what theorized we thought, yeah. in the 20s, essentially. See, we've so, been bombarded with the term phenomenal. space-time continuum for so many years yeah. in sci-fi to actually have... NASA coming out and say, yes, we found fluctuations in space-time. It's like, were you up all night on a bender watching old Star Trek episodes exactly. or something? Is, it, is April 1st what? And the answer is no. It Apparently was released on reals. May 4th, 2011. So they invented 13 new technologies for the project for Gravity Probe B. It spent a year taking data, and they spent five years analyzing the data. Um, with those 13 new technologies, um, Everett, who is the head of the project, says again, who knows where all of these technologies will take us. The epic may just be getting started after all. The idea is that when we've gone out into space and we've done new things, we've had to invent new technologies that then come back and kind of reshape the way that we live here. Oh, no, it's one of my and favorite. So here we go. Favorite stories that I tell my basic hardware students is, you know, why we have the technology we have today is because our rockets sucked. Yeah. And you go back and look at the space race and the Russians had incredible lifting power and we had crappy lifting power. So we had to make all of our stuff really tiny. They could just brute force their way through whatever they were doing, just slap it on the top of one of their engines and it would get to orbit and beyond if they weren't careful. Right. And the U.S. was like, well, we're, we're not doing so well making these heavier lifting engines. So, um, Invent integrated circuits yeah. because right. we need it to be small and light. We can't yes. carry a bunch of relays up into space. So we came out of the space race with an entire new industry that, well, let's see here, uh, iPad, iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it should not surprise me that they're discovering all this space-time sci-fi stuff is true because we are living Star Trek. Right. And I'm so happy that we are. <laughs> so, I Pretty mean, much. they created... Um, one of the technologies they created was a drag-free satellite. 
it had to actually be just at the very top of the Earth's atmosphere, hmm. which normally if you put something up there, you don't put it all the way into space. You put something up there, you're going to pull it back down because the drag on it is going to slow it down enough that it's going to fall out of orbit. It's not going to be a stable orbit. They just sprayed so it with they, Pam or Teflon they, or something? They basically made a drag-free, yeah. a drag-free satellite. So it didn't cross-dress at all. There. What? And you are terrible. I am. Well, no, you married me. Did you read XKCD from Friday? I did not. I did, but I'm drawing a blank. Teaching physics? Yes. Understanding gravity. Space-time is like a rubber sheet. Massive, uh, massive objects distort the sheet and, wait, they distort it because they're pulled down by... By, by what? <laughs> and then the instructor's like... <sighs> Space-time is like this set of equations for which any analogy... Any analogy must be an approximation, and the student's going, boring. I thought that was really funny that you were reading that, and then they just read that on Friday. I was like, ooh, hey, that's kind of funny. So from the so obvious it's stupid department, Uh court says porn on work computer is grounds for firing. What? Oh, man. A federal appearance (laughs) court. I know. (laughs) got to start looking for a new job now. A federal appeals court is issuing issuing a clear warning to employees, violate your employer's computer use policy, and be fired. (laughs) Duh! Why is this an article? Why is this taking up time in our court system? Read the rep. Read, read. I read that earlier. Keep reading. With that in mind, the Seventh U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the firing of a Wisconsin high school biology teacher and union president for viewing thumbnail images of porn for one minute. Robert Zellner, an 11-year teacher, claimed his 2006 termination for typing blonde in the Google search bar was in retaliation for his con- constitutionally protected criticism of his employer. The ruling is second in as many weeks, granting employers boundless power over their employees' computer use. Different federal appeals courts said employees could be prosecuted under a federal hacking law if they access information on a work computer that they access information on a work computer that they are entitled to and use that data in a manner violating company policies, such as to set up a competing business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the teacher case, the Chicago-based appeals court said that the Cedarburg School District suspected the Cedarburg Education Association president might have porn on his computer after the biology teacher reported his computer had gone crazy in 2005. So the district installed monitoring software on the computer and found that Zaher had been searching for blonde on Google and terminated him. Wow. Just blonde. Right. This is porn? Well, apparently he got onto a website that had thumbnail, thumbnail porn on it. That's all it took. And apparently that was all it took. Okay. Yeah. Do you know how easy it is to get semi-nude right. pictures to appear uh, on your screen? I've talked to one of the oh, IT yeah. guys where I work, and he's like, I could find porn on any computer here, period, yes. no matter what. He says, I can Unless find it. Unless it's never touched the Internet. Right. He right. says, as long as it's touched the Internet, I, you know, somebody looking deliberately for it or not, he says, I can find it on any computer in the business here. No, oh, sure. Right. In this era of you sign up for an ad service, right, and you just give them a chunk of your website, they can feed some pretty dicey stuff through right. there sometimes. Oh, exactly. I, mm-hmm. I totally you go to a totally legit site, and their their advertising company says, "Hey, you you'd like to see some semi naked <laughs> preteens, right? Here you go. Yeah, exactly. We noticed from your cookies you've been browsing a lot of porn. So here, here you <laughs> go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Porn, porn, Which porn. Is why porn. I run scans as often as uh, I do? Okay. To keep cookies off my stuff. Jace, I O. Do I'm sorry. I, nude marathoner arrested when police tase his flying no, no, piglet? Stopped. Not arrested. Stopped. stopped. Yeah. Well, later in the article, it says he was arrested. Um, Do tell. 
Be advised that if you're planning on running a marathon in Cincinnati in the nude, you're going to be tasered and arrested. That's I, just how life works. I, I read that, and I think, I think number one, that guy's a jackass. Number two, I think the article's misleading the way it was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. 35-year-old Brett Henderson of St. Paris in western Ohio faces charges of public indecency and obstructing official business. Police tell media outlets he refused to stop running during Sunday morning's Flying Pig Marathon, so they halted him with a stun gun. Henderson's mother, Lee, said Monday that he had borrowed a pair of running shorts from his father, but they kept slipping down as he ran. She says he kept running without shorts because he was determined to complete the race he had trained for. So obviously underwear <laughs> was just too ex- much drag. And one of the excuses <laughs> that he gave was, well, I've done this in San Francisco and it wasn't a problem. I'm sorry. San Francisco is not Cincinnati, Ohio. One of these things is not yeah. like Middle America. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so much yeah. a marathon. It was more of a parade. But exactly. nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> so... Moron. The author on this particular editorial, um, his name is Rick Chandler, adds his own little pieces. And so we finish that, and he says, you know, he's determined to complete the race he trained for. Then he cuts back, and he says, well, of course, who wouldn't? Then he says, Henderson defended his actions to the Urbana Daily Citizen, and they give the, here's why it's so, and then he, and, you know, here's why it was okay, is what the guy yeah, defended. Yeah, uh, exactly. to justify the fact that he, he was says, running for 26 miles with Johnson out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like he said also that the fellow Stupid. runners were very supportive of him to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Away from me. Yes. Yeah. Just anywhere we are. Just well, run. run. They, they, they arrest him for obstructing official. How well endowed is this guy? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Obstructing official business? Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, and apparently it was Sir, cold and pull rainy. The squad car here. Yeah. <laughs> he says it was cold and rainy, so I wasn't exactly proud of what I was showing. He yeah. says. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you know runners who what? lose control of their bowels yeah. while yeah. and just plow right That's through. That's normal. Right. I've seen right. that on the, the Iron Man. Yeah, in yeah. Hawaii. Like, this is not going to stop me. Yeah. Yes. It's just, my body had to do that, so I let it go, and I'm going to finish. Yep. That yep. apparently is not all that unusual. Yeah. No, no, you're, that, you're when you're hammering your body to that extent, yeah. it's going to say screw you. No. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go, and I got to go now. Yeah. Like, fine, then go. I'm going to keep running. Yep. All right. I think we've got time for one more. Hit it one. real quick. All right. All right. Center for Rockefeller to introduce online do not track bill. Hmm. Senior member of the U.S. Senate plans to introduce legislation that would require websites and online advertising networks to stop tracking web users who ask to be left alone. Good luck with that. Exactly my thought. Senator John J. Rockefeller, a West Virginia Democrat, said he will introduce an online do not track bill. Says consumers have the, a right to know when and how their personal and sensitive information is being used online, and most importantly, to be able to say no thanks when companies seek to gather that information without their approval. This bill will offer a simple, straightforward way to people to stop companies from tracking their every move on the internet. Uh, let's see. Skipping ahead because this is kind of long. Net Choice, a group, a trade group representing e-commerce groups, opposes the Spire bill. Actually, there's another one. I'm sorry. Uh, Representative Jackie Spire, a California Democrat, introduced a do not track bill in the U.S. House of Representatives in February. Uh, anyways, Net Choice, a trade group representing e-commerce groups, opposes the Spire bill, saying it would hurt web businesses. Online, Duh. Yeah. Online tracking helps deliver targeted advertising that pays for free web content and services, said Net Choice Executive Director Steve Del Bianco. Del Bianco said he has not seen a draft of the Rockefeller legislation, but he wants to buy Rockefeller, quote, a gift he really needs, an iPad, so the senator can see for himself how interest tracking lets advertisers pay for all the free apps and web services that regular Americans love to use, mm. end quote. There is an ups- There is an upside to that kind of thing. It's just yes. how is it outweighed by the downside? Right. Yes. I always raising her hand. 
I got waylaid by another one, and I know we don't have time, but uh, I, we started we, we started a little late, we so can we can time. run. You go. I, I don't normally read these. Ooh, this hey. one's called Crimeware Kit Emerges for Mac OS X. Right. Um, you know, Crimeware Kits have become a ubiquitous part of the malware scene in the last few years, but right. they've mainly been confined to the Windows platform. Script kitties. All right. The part that got me, they've apparently found uh, this Crimeware Kit that is out there at this point that is directed towards it's based it's being compared to the Zeus kit it's directed towards Mac OSX. OS. Okay. Um the kit is being sold under the name Wayland Utani bot. Nice. Awesome. And it is the first of its kind to hit the Mac OS the platform. Apparently, a dedicated iPad and Linux release are under preparation as well. The Wayland Utani bot supports web injects and form grabbing in Firefox. However, both Chrome and Safari will soon follow. The web injects templates are identical to the ones used in Sys and in Zeus and SpyEye. So I, it was just the name in. was what got me. I'm like, really? You got you, you have to build something that's kind of that evil, but name it something that cool. <laughs> Well, really? but Whalen Utani, you know, the company they were evil. was evil. Yeah, Whalen Utani was an much. evil company. So it, it fits. All right, yep. th- that brings us neatly to the end of yet another episode of Casually Hardcore. Check us out on the web, vtwproductions.com. As previously mentioned, check out the Casually Hardcore store maintained by Spotty and send mm-hmm. your suggestions and requests to him via personal message on the Versus the World forums, all accessible via the aforementioned means. Send us your emails for next week, you podcast listeners, the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. In the next couple of weeks here, we should hear back from the people who are setting up Phoenix Comic Con as to what shape our coverage will be taking, how little, how much, live versus podcast time delayed release, all to be determined. But we should have a wealth of content for you over that nice, long, four-day weekend of nerdy goodness. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Gwenora. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye,